0: Larry O'Connor is the CEO and founder of Otherworld Computing, otherwise known as OWC, and they are the sponsors of OWC Radio. So once in a while, I like to check in with Larry to see what's happening at the company, and they have some news. They just acquired a company called Sell Your Mac. They have some new products on the marketplace that are really solving some problems that we all have with some of our tech, and I wanted to ask him a little bit about the ecosystem there at OWC. So here we are, stand by. It's gonna be another wonderful conversation.
1: It's time for OWC Radio. Tech Talk with Creatives. Conversations with host Serena Catania. Larry.
0: You are incredibly busy. So thank you for doing this today. I am really excited to tell people more about what you're doing at OWC now in terms of new products. And there actually was a recent acquisition of a company that seems like a perfect thing sell your Mac. Why, why did you acquire that company and what's going to happen going forward with that?
2: One thing that's been growing within OWC really substantially, and it really fits into our our whole uh, you know, reason for being, has been our used Mac area. And one of the things we you know we really need to be able to do a better job of, when it comes to supporting that whole used Mac flow, is being able to take people's systems and be able to accept trade-ins. You know, we've been really great at you know putting them out the door, but in terms of having something that's scalable to meet our, our customers' needs for the machines that they're ready to uh, send in, you know, that really was not an, an area that we had quite you know, really tackled in a a significant way. Say Your Mac has been doing it. I mean, they've been building their technology for buyback for more than a decade. They have a really great team, and they were able to really come in and become part of OWC with that other piece that kind of completes the whole cycle. I mean, we really need to make it easy for everybody to not just buy a new Mac or a, a used Mac, but also be able to do something efficiently with the Mac they've already got. And even beyond Macs, I mean, our intention is to use it for trade-ins of other devices as well. So, so your Mac kind of completes our entire cycle on our use Mac side. And use Macs are a big piece of our equation, people's systems and, and being able to upgrade and, and give people configurability, you know, effectively BTO machines, just like you would when you buy new, because a lot of our technology is what enables those systems to still be relevant and still be, you know, really capable, capable Macs today.
0: Yeah, I love that side of your business. I have partaken of it many times, actually. There's an iMac in the other room that is an older iMac that I upgraded and I actually added some OWC memory to. And my laptop, I put a new SSD in and I actually bought it used and then I put a new SSD in it. So thank you for all of that. And I know the people listening are gonna be grateful. So where should they go to learn more about how to buy a used Mac on OWC?
2: You can just go to macsales.com and click on our use Mac tab. That's where you can see all the great systems. And then if you have a Mac you'd like to sell or you're a company with multiple Macs, you know, education, educator, you know, school, whatever, you can go to sellyourmac.com where you can now have an instant quote for, you know, turning those machines in. And it's a real win-win. Again, easier to, to move that machine to that, or iPhone or iPad too, but easier to move that device that you're ready to move on from. And it's also really uh, allowing us to expand and, and add, you know, real availability to, you know, more and more systems on the other side. So it's, it, it, it really helps our supply side and helps our customers out all in one.
0: It's funny. I'll go there once in a while on your older site before you even acquired them. Look to see, rummage around and see what you've got there that's for sale. Ah, uh, What can I say? It's an addiction. More equipment. <laughs> well, we
2: might have to actually. We're looking at we may have to do some redesign. We now, I mean, the availability is just. I mean, in the last month, as we've been getting the you know our you know their stuff synced with you know what we're flowing through on on our mm-hmm. site, availability has never never been better in terms of the selection and just the the choice of know what exact machine is going to be right for you so it's there's a lot to look at now which is a good thing
0: yeah that's awesome and now it also comes when you buy a used product from owc you also get a warranty with it correct
2: yep every mac uh, we offer comes with a, a guarantee an absolute, you know it comes with a guarantee comes with a, a warranty and also the option to buy an extended warranty for up to an additional uh, i should say that it will expand it up to two years so that's awesome
0: so what have you got to lose? Yeah, go to maxsales.com and and look for either to buy or sell a used Mac. I highly recommend it. I've done it. And uh, now that you've acquired this other company, I'm going to be back on there again. So I also want to talk to you. I know we have limited time today, but I want to talk to you about two or three of your products that are that are fairly new that are out there like the the uh, Thunderbolt 3 the Pro Dock. Can you talk about that and what Problem that solves for our users.
2: You know, the Pro dock is the only Thunderbolt dock in the market today that has 10 gigabit Ethernet, as well as all those other ports—a CFast, I'm sorry, a CF Express port for media cars, USB ports. You know, it supports of course video. In addition, all those ports you need for standard connectivity. That 10 G port, which gives you AVB for for the audio side, gives you 10 G. You know, the fastest 10 G connection available for Macintosh today outside and equivalent to what Apple integrates into their iMac Pro and their iMac and their new, uh, sorry, the new uh, Apple Silicon machines as well as the Mac Pro 2019. This is as fast as that. This is faster than anybody else's 10G interface. And it's also the most compatible 10G interface in terms of, again, supporting AVB and also being fully compatible with Mac OS at 10.14 and later. So no drivers, plug and play, super high speed. It comes at you know a, a really good cost point. You know when you take a look at all the features and all the ports that are integrated into this one device, it also charges your Mac at ninety watts, up to ninety watts. So it it solves the. Solves multiple problems from multiple different workflows. It also, you don't have to have a 10G network. It'll, of course, work on a 1G. It also automatically uh, connects and works at 2.5G. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, whatever speed, you know, network you have and whatever capabilities you need, this stock is, it's plug and play and go. And it's it's really great for, again, that, that professional workflow need.
0: That's awesome. So we're not gonna need the 10 gig Akidio connection now, are we, this replaces that?
2: So, Correct. and actually, we already replaced the Akita with an ODBC updated version. But yes, that's you just add it. Well, if you just, need, <laughs> yeah. well, if you just need, if you only need 10G, you can, of course, get a 10G adapter. And that 10G adapter, which uses the same Equantia chipset, is as fast as the uh, 10G that's in our dock. But you know, if you, that's convenient that that's all you need. And that's about a $200 product, the dock. With that same 10G, as well as all those other ports and the and the CF Express reader, you know, you're looking at $400. So you get a full-on dock with 10G or just a 10G adapter. Both, I mean, certainly have their place and their need and both are in very, very high demand. But nonetheless, the dock is a pretty nice solution that does everything all in one.
0: Yeah, I love the I love your docks. I mean, the thing is too is a lot of us are getting tired of all the octopus, right? It's like an octopus on our desk with stuff everywhere and peripherals everywhere. And I personally like a solution where you can have everything in one place, and that's what these docks are. These docks are amazing. So um, this is great. And you can also plug up to, to I think on this Pro Dock, can't you plug two 4K displays or one 5K display? So you can put display. Actually, you too. can
2: plug an 8, well, technically, you can plug up to an 8K display into it. So it'd be one. Now, you should be aware whenever you go, you know, 4K displays are, are, are not a, uh, I shouldn't say, are not a, a not as big a bandwidth hog. Right. But if you go to, and 5K is OK as well, but you go to a six, one of those Apple Pro displays with 6K, you really probably want to plug that, if possible, directly into uh, its own Thunderbolt port on All the right. system they take a lot of that Thunderbolt bandwidth away when you you connect them up.
0: Yeah. Talk to me for a minute about the Thunderbolt 4 hub.
2: Certainly, you know, that's another, uh, I mean, it's, people have asked me why just, why I hub? There are folks that just need more Thunderbolt ports. And this also gives you a USB port. It was easy to integrate. So there's a USB, uh, a, full, a full-speed USB type A port on this device, as well as taking one Thunderbolt port on your Mac going out to uh, in a, up to a total of three. So, especially on a MacBook Air, the, the new M1s, you know, the Mac Mini, these other machines, these systems that have limited Thunderbolt ports, being able to plug in a hub that takes one port on your machine and gives you three going out, plus a USB-A port, so you can have that peripheral uh, connectivity as well. But eliminating, you can, you know, you can, of course, daisy chain up to six Thunderbolt devices all through, you know, a single Thunderbolt port but you have two things that kind of happen in a chain. The, the, the first thing, the most obvious thing, is if you want to take a specific drive from that chain, you potentially have to disconnect the entire chain to do so, which can be kind of, well, it, it's not always the most ideal situation. The other aspect, if you're using a lot of bus power devices, the bus power device has to go on the very last, whatever your last device is in the chain. I mean, it's bus power devices are not daisy-chainable. So right. a hub... In addition to uh, letting you have that chain off to the one side and then having an, an available port perhaps or two available ports you know right there and, and then for those needs, it also means that you don't have to uh, necessarily you know go behind your desk, go around the corner or wherever that, <laughs> that last device <laughs> might be if you're chaining out. And then the third thing that's kind of, you know to say uh, significant, the longer the chain, the more latency that gets added to the uh, to the bus. And you actually, there is a measurable slowdown between the first device and the last device in a Thunderbolt chain. So this kind of helps you bring everything closer together and closer to the computer, I should say, closer to that processor. I mean, this is a processor direct interface and you do get some benefits from that. So it cleans up, eliminates that daisy chain, makes it easy so that you want to take the device offline, take something out of the chain, you know, well, it, it may just be plugged in like, it may be as two devices plugged in off a hub port instead of having, you know, four devices chained out, whatever it may be, it definitely improves the efficiency of, of the data that's going into your Thunderbolt system is giving you that flexibility with bus power in all the ports. So portable devices, you're not limited to just one per port and one at the very end of the uh, the chain. And then it's just, it's giving you that better management better performance you know, uh, through the, the closer connection to your computer.
0: Yeah, anything that can keep me from having to climb behind the desk again, I'm all for that. I totally for right that. Gee, I was behind it this morning on something.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, but um, I will share a great video for you that uh, that says it does it. You know,
1: ten times better than I just did. Why did we build the Thunderbolt Hub? Great question. The Thunderbolt Hub does several things, like with an M1 MacBook Air, which only has two Thunderbolt ports after plugging in a charger, only has one port left for any peripherals. So the hub would turn that one remaining port into three, which is more than you started with. The hub also allows you to connect more storage, two 4K displays or one 5, 6 or 8K display, two accessories, you name it, you can use it. And one of the Thunderbolt hub's most exciting features is that it allows you to not disrupt your daisy chain. You can create three independent daisy chains and those tree branches will allow you to create a cool as a cucumber efficient workflow. Okay, I still see some quizzical looks out there in the live studio audience when referring to a daisy chain, so let me clear some things up. If you have peripherals that you are constantly connecting and disconnecting from your current setup, let's say shuttle drives or the like, and they're daisy chained, you effectively have to disconnect everything to disconnect one thing. And that kind of stinks. In the past, daisy chaining external storage required you to place it as close to the front of the chain for the fastest and most reliable performance. Therefore, placing bus power drives first in the chain was impossible, as they had to be placed last, and the chain was limited to just one bus power device. Now you can connect multiple bus power drives directly to the OWC Thunderbolt hub and unleash their performance. With the Thunderbolt hub, you don't have to disconnect everything. You can simply disconnect your shuttle drive and leave your archive drive in place. For example, once you're done transferring footage from a shuttle drive, you can just eject that drive and send it off to the editor. All that without disrupting a desktop backup. It's like if you've ever valet parked your car and they stick yours in first and then park three cars behind it, in order to get your car out, they need to move the other three cars. With the Thunderbolt Hub, we don't have to move the other cars to get yours out. Your car is waiting there when you're finished with dinner. Boy, I love analogies. Or is that a metaphor? Or are they both just the simile? Anyway, that's all for this video. Check out the Thunderbolt Hub, plug in your monitors and don't disrupt your daisy chain. From everyone here at OWC, thank you so much for watching. and We'll see you next time.
0: i have to say i love john's videos if you guys want to see some more of john Hogue's videos go to owc on youtube look up their channel and there's some great stuff there it's really fun you have a whole line of envoys envoy pro the envoy fx i just bought an envoy electron uh, because i'm really excited about that one too can you talk about let's start with the envoy pro fx
2: sure the fx is Along with the SX is our fastest portable uh, SSD today. It will peak out the Thunderbolt bus. I mean, you, you get, you know, sustained data rates, you know, in that nice 25, 24, 2500 megabyte per second range, works with any machine that has a Thunderbolt three port. And that would be the same for the SX as well as the FX. But the thing that differentiates the FX from the SX and the Envoy Pro line is that the FX is also for USB. So you can connect our fx product also to a machine from a decade ago with a usb 3 port and it will automatically negotiate the usb 3 off the same port and bus power so it's also very power efficient as well and give you the maximum speed that that even a 5g usb 3 can give you can plug it into a, a usb 3 gen 2 this 10 gigabits and you'll get a thousand megs a second from the fx but then you plug it into thunderbolt and you get that full maximum thunderbolt speed that a 40 gigabit thunderbolt bus can provide so the fx is universally compatible with pretty much every mac or pc over the last decade that has either thunderbolt 3 or a usb 3 port of, of any kind and it has a built-in adapter as well so for type a or type c ports it's already attached the, the type c to type a is sitting on the cable so you don't have to shoot you know i've got this drive i, I it was supposed to work with this but i don't have the right cable the cable's right there because it comes with it
0: I love that. That's not like, for example, the new iPhone. Uh, you can get a cord, but you have to pay extra for the charger. I love these all-in-one solutions that you have. It's it's great. And I was actually going to ask you the external converters that we're all using on some of the older machines to go from the USB-C to the to the older machines. Does that slow down the connection at all, or just okay? Okay, I'm just curious about that. Always been curious, and people do ask.
2: Yeah, USB-C is, is either 10 gigabits or 40, up. well, technically up to 40 gigabits with USB-4. If you're adapting to USB type A, you're already adapting to something that's not faster than what you're adapting from. There are some cables that are USB-C to A that may not be 10 gigabit rated, and now you do have, you know, there, there is a chip, there is there are things you do to make sure that you're passing that 10G. So it is possible to get a cable that's not doing it right, but typically speaking, uh, If you're going to a USB-A device, if you're adapting from USB-C to USB-A, you're going to 5 gigabits anyway. Mm -hmm. If you have a 10 gigabit uh, USB type, uh, let me say, a 10 gigabyte external device, you're already, uh, 10 gigabit per second, I should say, you're already on type C. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing, there really should be nothing slowing down. Mm
0: Well, these are wonderful solutions. So, anyone that goes to MaxSales.com, they can rummage around in there. They can ask to look for the Thunderbolt 3 Pro Dock, the Thunderbolt 4 Hub, or the Envoy Pro FX or SX. And if yeah, have, that, and I should hit that.
2: Says you want to ask a question about the Electron, and of course, yeah, I. Yeah. No. Yeah. And the that, FX. Tell me
0: because I literally, you know, I want one of everything. Obviously, so I bought the the Envoy Pro Electron USB C. Should I have gotten the other one? Or well, am I going to be happy that I got this one? And tell me about it.
2: <laughs> well, you might already know the answer to that. If you're already using it and loving how it's working, then it's probably when I say fast enough. You know, we've gotten to a point today where we have different devices for different levels of capability and portability, you know, just different applications. And going back to the SX versus the FX, you know, the FX is for somebody who needs to have that flexibility. I mean, maybe they're going from site to site. You know, they're in a mixed environment where they may have different systems that might not all have Thunderbolt 3 or Thunderbolt 4 on them. And that gives you that, or you have iPads, you want to be able to move video that you've taken off an iPad or you're going to edit on your iPad, however that might be. The FX lets you plug into any Mac, PC, or iPad for that matter, that has a a USB-C port. So if it's got USB-C, the FX will work on it. If it is USB-A, USB-3, The FX will work on it. The SX gives you the same top-end performance of Thunderbolt, but it's only for Thunderbolt-equipped systems. Mm -hmm. So the new iPads that have Thunderbolt are total go. And, of course, any Thunderbolt 3 or Thunderbolt 4-equipped Mac or PC also is a go with the SX. And then you get to the Electron. The Electron is our smallest high-performance solid-state drive. And that unit is 10 gigabit uh, USB-C. So it's not Thunderbolt, but you're still getting over 1,000 megs a second, which is really fast i mean you're still able to do 4k i mean that's still faster than you need for 4k raw so depending upon you know what your application is you know these drives offer different capacities the electron goes up to two terabytes the sx and the fx both go up to four terabytes the fx and the sx are about twice the size a little bit over twice the size of the Electron. so for portability something that fits in your pocket nothing beats the electron and then if you look at all these envoys you know, all the Envoy Pros include and the Electron, any one of those products can practically I won't say tank, but can be run over by just about any vehicle that's legal on the road today and 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 come out, you know, still mounting is still without any issue. I mean these are now we got people throwing fireworks, well putting fireworks on them, putting them <laughs> Know, their... We don't
0: recommend that, by the way. Don't try this at home.
2: <laughs> no, we know, but they, they are built to really take a yeah. beating. And the people yeah. we've had a a, a Will it Mount series that you know we put out there with mm-hmm. various scenarios with sand and water and peanut butter and dogs and even us, I believe some macaws. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been a it was a fun series to do, and other people are kind of doing their own tests with it. It really is built to take you know serious abuse. It's not obviously something that we don't recommend you go, you know, beat up on your drive, but if you're out in the field, I mean, sometimes things happen. And one thing you you don't have to worry about is your data. You know, if something if it dropped into a puddle, if it you know fell out on, on the concrete, I mean something happened that was unexpected and unintended, your data is safe. And always it's safe because the drive inside is well protected. The entire device is waterproof and dustproof and shockproof and absolutely like I said built to you know. Run it over with SUVs, run it over. I mean, it, the only thing that didn't survive was the steamroller. But the driving side actually miraculously did not get broken. A steamroller was a little <laughs> little too much, was a bridge too far. But,
0: <laughs> I love it. You failed, Larry. The steamroller didn't roll. Didn't. Next well, time. I think I bought this one because I'm going to be teaching in Costa Rica for a month. And I wanted something that I actually, when I'm walking through town, you know, I can have my laptop in my bag, but I wanted a very small footprint if i'm if I'm in civilization for a while or going through the airport so I don't want anything to get stolen so yeah. I, I so now I have the larger ones and I, and I got this little one that's coming in a couple of days
2: well, no, the little awesome. one is perfect it's it's you know, it's a great solution I mean there's yeah. you know there are other products that perform in its in its category and it's uh Class, but there's nothing that's that's built, you know, for that kind of uh, you know just overall ruggedness right. and protection. It's I mean we didn't we didn't put the name rugged in the name because you know it's it, it really is. We don't have to there's there's no you know messing around there. It truly is a rugged product, not just something that looks rugged.
0: I have one more question for you, but I don't know that you have time. Do you have time to answer one more question about? The I think I can make I can make it work talk to me about something that we are all very proud of who are affiliated in any way with owc and that's the ecosystem if i asked you to describe for our listeners what your ecosystem is over there how would you describe it
2: today i describe it literally as a to z i mean everything from from camera to screen everything in between the camera and the screen you know we have a, a, a part of that process for and now, you know, take the other side, you know, if you're looking at a, if you have a system that needs to be upgraded or you need to upgrade to a new system and need something, want to have a place for that existing system to roll. We've also got you covered in terms of what happens sustainably with the system that you've already got as well. So from everything that you need in the field to everything that you know, supports these machines, you know, continuing to be you know, high performance and viable for you or the next person is going to have your machine. You know, we've really we have really got the bases covered with some amazing solutions and amazing services that that just keep everything, keep you rolling, keep you shooting, editing, producing, and keep those Macs, you know, at their best.
0: Absolutely. Larry, thank you for being here today. We'll talk to you again very soon. Uh, When you have more news, which is probably going to be very soon, (laughs) but have a wonderful day. And thank you for everything you do for all of us. And I thank you for supporting OWC Radio so I can talk to wonderful people all the time. And um, everybody listening, remember what I always tell you, get up off your chairs and go do something wonderful today. Thanks for listening to OWC Radio.
2: Thank you so much, Serena.